Welcome to You Gotta Have Faith. What is faith? In Hebrews 11th chapter, first verse, the Apostle Paul writes, Faith is the substance in things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. One playwright writes that it's believing you see white when your eyes tell you black. It's a belief where no one else believes. Dr. King says if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. This is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God and also in mankind, the goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny, and age-old grudges. But there is goodness in all of us. There is goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief. you got to have faith. And today is uh, July the 14th. We have uh, Deb and Craig. How's everybody doing? Hey. Hello. It's a partly cloudy day. <laughs> it's, a, it's a partly cloudy day. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to rain or not. But, uh, I think it's we're all enough. moving a little slowly. Yeah. yeah. It's been a bit of a heat wave this past week, so yeah. maybe maybe we need a little rain. I could do with that. I yeah. could too. <laughs> all right. All right. Before we, uh, we're going to jump into Romans 5th uh, chapter, verse 1 through 5. But uh, first, I will uh, say a little prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so, so much for uh, waking us up this wonderful Saturday morning and bringing us together. We thank you, we love you, and uh, we want to praise your name as we uh, delve into the Bible once again. We ask that you guide us, that you bless us as we dip into your word and get into conversation about what you have to teach to us and what we can learn and how we can use this word to bind us together. Uh, we are a family. We are your children. And uh, we want to praise your name. And we want to do uh, what you uh, want us to do. We want to fulfill um, the things that you have in store for us. And so we ask that everything that we say and that we do uh, here on this podcast and, you know, just in life, everything that we do is blessed by the love of you. This and it all this and every other thing that we ask in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 All right. <laughs> Hate it when I trip over myself. Oh, but you got it all in there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so we are going to. I was so inspired by. Um, I'm sure everyone heard about. Uh, you know, this past week, these past two weeks, there were I think 12. I'm not sure how many boys there were in the Thai cave and. The news was dire for a while. People thought that uh, while they don't have oxygen, um, you know, um, people really thought that they were going to die, or at least one of them, that all of them wouldn't survive. But all of them made it out. Okay. Good news today. It was wonderful, wonderful news. And uh, I was inspired by the subject of patience and hope. And I was inspired by Romans 5th chapter, um, mainly verse 4, but I'll read verses 1 through 5. And uh, here's what it says. This is the NIV version. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So that's that's a mouthful. I noticed that the title of your NIV section says peace and hope. And in my student Bible, it says peace and joy. 
Interesting. Because hope can lead to joy when it's fulfilled. Yeah, and I think hope is sort of the, the nail. I mean, the what is it? The nail that you can hang your hat on uh-huh. because it is the hope. You know, we've been talking in Romans 4, uh, and we'll ta- talk a little bit about Romans 4, but it talks about the law, the law of God, mm-hmm. and how a- in Abraham's time. And Romans, uh, Paul is talking a lot about Abraham in Romans 4, where Abraham had been hoping and wishing and praying for a child. Um, and he, as a matter of fact, I'll read uh, a little bit of verse 4 where it talks about that. Uh, let's see here. Chapter 4? Romans 4th chapter, oh. yes. Uh, I, oh, yeah, here, is it, is it here? Uh, while you're looking, I'll just remind our listeners that Romans is the book of the Bible that most theologians would take with them to an island. <laughs> is that it's right? It's basically <laughs> the precy of the Bible. Wow. It's, it's Paul's summation of why mm-hmm. why, why we have a belief and uh-huh. a faith and what that yeah. faith can do for us. Well, uh, go ahead, Well, Craig. I was just saying Paul's letters to the various nations, and you, you know, Romans, Corinthians, you know, mm-hmm. so forth. The Romans were the enemies yes, of Christianity right. starting, starting out. That is so, a very good so point. So Paul mm-hmm. addressing the Romans in this in this way, it mm-hmm. starts with a salutation, like we've talked about before. These letters start with a, we don't have to go all the way back to chapter yeah. one, but mm-hmm. you know, it starts with a salutation and him saying, "Everybody, you guys are great, you guys are wonderful, <laughs> you know, you got faith, you're doing all the good stuff, yeah. you know, all these compliments come pouring out, and then it's like, okay, now let's talk about what I want." <laughs> yeah. And and here, you know, mm-hmm. he's addressing the Romans, and they are the original enemies of. Of Christianity, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, he, he reminds them, you know, hey, uh, Christ died for ungodly people like you. Yeah. And righteous people like like Jesus don't usually die for good people. That's yep. not the point. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The point was because because we are sinners. Because humans are inherently wicked. Yeah, because humans are, <laughs> especially you Romans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, he doesn't get to that after mm-hmm. all. Uh, you know, he gets yeah. to that, but not before a lot of compliments yeah. and, uh, and a but, lot of yeah. grace and uh, and reminding them constantly, you know, why this faith is important, why it's there. Exactly. Know? And, of course, Paul was Saul. He was mm-hmm. the one who hunted Christians right. for the Romans. So yeah. He, so he could basically them. say, like, I know what's going on here. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The other thing they know that, he, that especially in the verse that you picked, yeah. is it talks about this and, and the reason for these gospels is to evangelize to spread mm-hmm. this the good news. christianity belief to people who aren't originally exposed to it yeah the way the apostles were and he talks about endurance like this is not a sprint this is a marathon mm-hmm. and the endurance you're going to need this endurance because you know, the endurance is going to give you mm-hmm. the strength, which is going to lead to the hope, which is going to, you know, reinforce the faith. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. But it's, but it's like, a, you know, he makes them well aware that this is a process. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. And it doesn't come like, oh, I hope I hope this will happen. Bing. Yeah. But, but it happens. No. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen right away. But so. this focuses more, your, the verse that you selected focuses on more, like you were saying, a contrast to following the rule of law. Exactly. But Without that Christ faith. is our salvation. Exactly. And he talks about Abraham a lot. Uh, in verse 18, Romans 4, verse 18, against all hope, Abraham in hope, there's that word again, hope, 
believed and so became the father of many nations, just as he as it had been, just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God. And it goes on and on. Mm-hmm. So he's clearly saying, listen, you know, Abraham had needed hope. He needed his hope and his faith and his belief. Uh, although he, you know, he, it was, he's been over 100 years old and he was blessed by God. But it, ha- but it could not happen without his, his faith. So I think Paul is basically saying, and he talks earlier, um, I'll read verse 13, Romans uh, 4.13. Um, it was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be heir to, of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if those who depend on the law are heirs, faith means nothing, and the promise is worthless because the law brings wrath. And it goes on and on. Yeah. The laws, the laws, even the the laws of God, which these people probably understood. That's why he's referencing Old Testament stuff, because, you know, Mm -hmm. the biblical scholars, that's what they do. They go, oh, yeah, I know Abraham. I know that thing. Yeah, Uh, exactly. And the Romans are familiar with the Jews and their Mm -hmm. traditions. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But but to rely on the law, even God's conscripted law Mm -hmm. and and laws made by man, which, Mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately – the Romans used to, sure. you know, to uh, murder Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, following the laws are not going to are not are not going to get you this community that Paul's envisioning. Yeah, you, you know, know what, it, 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 that's not enough. It's simply you know to trust that the law is going to get you you know anywhere. Yeah. When you know yeah. th- when when he says it's like hoping without doing all the the other stuff first. Sure, you know. Mm. Because, you know, Romans 4.15 says, because the law brings wrath and where there is no law, there is no transgression. Basically saying, you know, and we talked over breakfast that I remember growing up as a child, uh, I was disciplined by both my mom and my dad. My dad would sort of sprinkle whatever punishment he was going to give me with with reasoning, basically saying, listen, I'm disciplining you because of this. These are the rules. Let's say you can't, I don't know, um, use so much water when you take a shower because, I don't know, we have to watch watch the water pressure or something like that. Um, but he, he, I understood why I was being punished. I understood what the rules were, and I understood that he had compassion. Whereas we've talked about parents who react out of anger and out of frustration, and there are rules and laws. You don't know why the laws are there, and you're basically obeying laws because you don't want to get punished. <laughs> uh, you don't want to get you know hurt or whatever. And there could be resentment and there can be frustration and distance from um, the person, you know, imposing the law. And you may not believe in those laws, but you follow them because you're avoiding punishment. Right, exactly. And that's not the covenant that God wants from us. It's not the covenant. Be prepared because there's going to be a bunch of new laws uh, probably that are going to – you know that oh, people sure. are going to follow. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got this new uh, Supreme Court justice yeah. who may uh, oh, who yeah. may create a bunch of new laws that uh, mm-hmm. that uh, you know are mm-hmm. not going to sit well with a lot of people. Sure. Well, a lot of people aren't going to follow them. Yeah, and a lot of people are not going to follow them, and we're going to need something else. Yeah. yeah, and to bring it into today's realm, you know, you bring about you know the Trump administration and the, you know the ongoing stuff, and even the ICE stuff. You know, there was news uh, this week that 
they've already passed 60 days of separating children from their parents. Mm -hmm. And so they've been in violation, so there are going to be lawsuits. Mm -hmm. But generally, you have all of these protests. Like even in Great Britain, you know, there were massive amounts of protests against Trump. Mm -hmm. Um, We, you know, Americans is, you know, (coughs) we are a nation that, you know, adheres to laws. But there are protests when we don't agree with those laws. And we love democracy because we can vote. And we can change laws that we think are bad, you know, like there was a law justifying slavery until the 13th Amendment, which a law abolishing slavery. So we've always believed, and that's one of the things that's hold our democracy intact. We believe that even if there are bad things going on, we have the ability to change it because we can vote well, and we can make, so. make a, a, a difference. Hopefully so. Yeah. I feel like a so. Wolf. Get out and vote, people. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this is you know only thirty percent of you raise your hands. Yes. Please, exactly, please exactly, there. exactly. I think that the folks who are emboldened by Obama, you know, basically says, "Oh, you know, there's no big deal." In 2016, well, guess what? That's what gave us Trump. Um, but the, 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 I guess my motif is basically uh, we when we when we abide by laws and only separate it from faith. There's a disconnect between, you know, I guess the, you know, air quotes father or, you know, the one who's opposing the law and those who are adhering to the law. And I think that uh, Paul, what Paul is saying in Romans uh, 4 is that Abraham adhered to the law, you know, all through his life, but he didn't have a child. He he could not produce. And, you know, it even says, uh, where does it say here? Where he, uh, he was as good as dead um, about his – yeah, here it is. Um, he thought he was dead and, his, and Rachel's womb was dead. Right, exactly. Verse 19, uh, Romans four nineteen. Without weakening his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about 100 years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. But then it talks about his belief. It's his belief and his faith and his hope that – that that came to uh, fruition. that came to, that, that came to fruition, and God bl- and God blesses us who believes and has hope in Him. So, so tying it back to Romans, mm-hmm. it, you want to tie it back to endurance builds character. Right, exactly. Which is, and that's that's the hope. So you know, Abraham's hope was one that you know that allowed God to bless him with with children in the nation. And here in verse five, jumping back to Romans five. Um, Therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have faith with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus, you know, came to the world to tie us, tie us closer to our bond with God. You know, he is the love and the peace and this, you know, the, the, you know, he, Jesus gave his life for us. So it's not just the law, but it's the love. Jesus represents the love that God has for us. And that's the good news that we spread, that the path to salvation is through Jesus Christ. Right. And our belief in him and our belief and our hope in him. I find it interesting that we can be good mm-hmm. and we can follow the, follow rules. the rule of the law, but we still needed mm-hmm. God to send Jesus down to earth to be crucified to save us from all of our sins. Well, yeah. And, then, and I think the most important takeaway I get from it is like, look, people, um, You've got to do this together. You've got to create a community together that's not just based upon laws you abide by or laws you disagree with or laws that are going to take away your reproductive rights any minute now. You know, you've got to create a community together 
through the faith of the Lord, mm -hmm. not just by following, like, you know, following the rules, mm -hmm. but by learning how to love each other. Right. You know, in a, in a brand new binding way, mm -hmm. you know, that's much more important than the law. You know? And Jesus in John fourteen six says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Yep. And then and then in John three, sixteen through eighteen, for God so gave the world God so loved the world that he gave his, his only one son. and only son, mm -hmm. that wh whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I wanted to look up what hope is, the yeah. definition of hope. And here's what uh, Wikipedia says. Uh, hope is an optimistic state of mind that is based on an expectation of positive outcomes mm -hmm. with respect to events and circumstances in one life or the world at large. Or the world at large. And, you know, when I think about hope, and it says here in Romans 5, at least in the NIV version, I'm, I'll be curious to hear, you know, what other versions you guys have, especially in verse 3. Not only so, but we also glory in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. Verse 5 says, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, which has been given to us. So I think hope is a very, very important thing. It's an important ingredient, it's an important element in our relationship with God. It's not just Okay, he made a promise. Uh, you know, let's. I'll wait and see. You know, if he fulfills the promise. But we actually hope. We have a belief. We have a uh, optimistic, you know, understanding that something good is going to happen. I'm curious to get y'all's perspective on. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about hope too, mm -hmm. and how people. You know, we've used the word Pollyanna-ish before. Sure. How people perceive people who always look for hope, mm -hmm. and. I was thinking about this from the last time we mentioned it, is that people who look for hope, mm -hmm. the light at the end of the tunnel, mm -hmm. often have faith. They're the one, like, I don't necessarily see a lot of people who don't have faith, whether that be in God or Yahweh mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. Allah or a universal spirit. Yeah. They're the ones who have hope. Mm-hmm. And that the ones who don't have hope are the ones who don't have a faith or a belief. Yeah, you know, when people throw around hope. hope, like, well, I hope you get that job done or, you know, <laughs> I hope, you know, people can use hope without really understanding or having a true, you know, without embodying what hope really means. Um, and when I think of hope, once again, going back to those kids, I mean, they spent two weeks in that cave. And my understanding, you know, reading from the articles, I think they uh, they had a um, an adult. I'm not sure if it was a um, coach. Yeah, the coach. The coach. The coach had been trained in uh, Buddhism, and I don't know if he was a Buddhist monk or if he just learned from Buddhist monks. But they had been meditating, and they had been um, engaging in these activities to pick up their spirits, to pick up their hopes, so that they don't, you know. Um, they don't lose hope. Yeah, they don't lose hope because we've talked. Their, sued their fears. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And we've talked last, especially in the last podcast, how when you give up your faith, some people can die. You know, we talked about cancer patients and people who uh, have to deal with um, depression. Um, it could be the matter of life and death. Um, did you have any thoughts on hope, Craig? Well, you know, just to 
a lot of a lot of times uh, I think you'll use hope as like the first thing and uh, you 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 know you when something when you feel pain or you, mm-hmm. or you feel <clears throat> maybe like like I say I feel like oh damn I've sinned and and uh, you know I've got, and I I need to and, and how did this happen and mm-hmm. I've got to I got to I got to pick this up I hope I hope I can you know yeah you know cause it's the very first thing I grab to mm-hmm. and um, and I think um, one of the things that's it, it, it interested me about you know this whole idea of suffering and pain and sin and then there's hope you know it's like then it appears it's mm-hmm. the, it's not the very first tangible shiny object. Uh, it, even though it, even though it seems like that should be the one, yeah, um, it's through uh, it's through recognizing and forgiving, you know, ourselves and other people's sin that we get to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think we say uh, often, in, at least in the uh, in, in the Eucharist, in the in the in the service, in the Mass, in case you're Catholic or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, that <clears throat> that we we do hope. Mm-hmm. And and we know that, understand that God makes His judgment not based upon our merits mm-hmm. and how great we are, yeah. or how good we've been. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. It, it's because God uh, pardons our offenses first. Mm-hmm. If we ask for forgiveness, and God pardons our offenses. Our, our offenses, we can do that to others. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we don't have to sit there and tell somebody, "Oh, Dave, you're great," <laughs> you know, and wonderful, even though you are, mm-hmm. and uh, and and sit there and count all the great things about you when you're feeling like you need it. I think what we need to do is say, like, I want to, I want to like love the very thing that's difficult about you. Yeah, you know, but, I want to, I want, I want to embrace and pick up the person who who feels the suffering, who feels the sin. Mm-hmm. That's it's easy to sit there and talk about. Oh, Reg, you're such a cool guy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but where's that going to get us? Sure, you know, as far as our relationship. Yeah, you know, what we need to do is kind of bring out, mm-hmm. you know, what's what's hurting you. Yeah, you know, and that, and we need to do that to other people. You know, yeah, well, there's a there's well. a positive, and, and then you get hope. Then yeah, you get hope. It's yeah, kind of an end result, not the beginning. Sure, and mm-hmm. you know, I I had talked, I had, I you know, when I thought about Romans one through five, I had thought about you know being patient and waiting. And our, and Deb, you had asked, well, what does patience have to do with Romans one through five? I think hope, because hope, you know, it's, it talks about based on an expectation, we're expecting something. Mm-hmm. And when I think of expectation, I think we're waiting for something, something good to happen. As if we're in a not so good space. Well, Abraham hoped and hoped and hoped and hoped and hoped for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was happening all that time? You know, yeah. uh, and and then you know, here comes Christ, which is the action plan. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just <clears throat> sitting around for a hundred years going like, "Damn, I wish I had a kid." It's it's like, you know, Christ suffered and died mm-hmm. in order to kind of like bring that example of like, you got to get out there and make shit happen yeah you know it there's not the time is finite he only mm-hmm. had a small time on this planet mm-hmm. we have even less yeah. now you know and, and so there's this urgency to kind of get to the point with mm-hmm. paul with yeah Romans, and, I, and i suppose one can say well why wasn't abraham if he did have hope why wasn't he blessed with a child 
much earlier. I have no idea what yeah, Abraham's. Yeah, who, knows, who knows why? Well, Abraham's. He's a good you know, guy. Followed the rules. What 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 went wrong? <laughs> yeah, and maybe he needed to grow. And may yeah. and you know that's when we think about hope. There's an expectation that we have either with God or with other people, mm-hmm. but there are expectations other people have with us. Oh, Maybe yeah. people are hoping that we will grow, and which is you know a theme that you know I had had. Deb, you've been quiet. <laughs> well, I, I'm just thinking about thinking about a lot of things, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking about how trial how we've talked about trials and tribulations mm-hmm. are the crucible of our life. You know. Sure. They're making us into stronger people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also I, w- I was rereading the the verse he selected in this modern NIV of my student Bible. Sure. And I, I kind of wanted to share it with you because it's just a little a little different. A little Go different. Ahead and read it. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, so we've told ourselves we're good because we're we're following the rule of the law mm-hmm. that that has been set out for us. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. So that's, that's the goodness that we're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us. Because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. Mm-hmm. It's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, it is. And um, there are some little tweaks. Like I notice, uh, like mine has boast and your has, I think, um, um, glory. Uh, I think there's another word. But it's, it's pretty much the same. You know, when yeah, I was mine says we even take pride in our problems. Mm-hmm. Um, because we know that trouble produces endurance and endurance yeah. produces character and character produces hope. Yeah, the hope would be meaningless if it was just given to you. Well, yeah, but, you know? but also just this day-to-day living wears us out. Is that what, That's what Chekhov says, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. every trial, every hard thing that we, you know, like my cat threw up today before I came to meet <laughs> yeah, you. And yeah. I was just like, another thing I have to deal with. But mm-hmm. it, those things can add up. And even though Abraham waited 80 years mm-hmm. <laughs> to have a child, yeah. um, you know, we don't have to, uh, given our lifespan, have that lengthy of a trial. But every day we are challenged. And every day we can rise to meet those challenges and persevere and, and hope for the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and we can get there. Yeah, and we talked about suffering last week. And it's interesting. I wish I sort of wish that we had discovered this verse as well uh, yeah. last week. Suffering produces perseverance. You know, it's like Paul is telling us, listen, you guys are suffering, you Roman citizens. You know, and you're strong. You're, you're going to be strong yeah. enough to, to push through this and um, and you'll you'll receive character. You're going to grow through this. This and is like the ultimate affirmation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, w- and when I think about hope, I mean, there have been things that I've hoped for in, in life. You know, when people throw around the word hope, well, I hope you get that thing done or hope this or hope that sometimes can be said in a very pessimistic way. But if we go by the definition, like when I walk into my office, you know, every working day, 
usually I'm given an assignment, and let's say I hope that we can all work together to get this assignment done between the inspectors, between the um, the other um, the attorneys, and, and all of that sort of stuff. And I have to deal with a lot of outside you know sources. Like uh, this past week, we had to get a transcript of a proceeding that was done two years ago, and one of the women had died. <laughs> so we, you know people had to find the documentation and. Some, uh, a simple task became very, very complicated, and the stakes are high because we need it for a court proceeding in the next, you know, a couple of days. And so it's like, listen, we need this thing done. And I'm like, okay, I'm given an assignment, but I don't exactly know if I can accomplish it because it's not just based on me. But I have to hope that other people will be just as invested in me in, get, in finding this thing, doing the transcript, and getting it to us in time. So... I can be pessimistic. I'm like, Ugh, why do why was I given this assignment? Damn it, you know, just. But they're not going to figure it out. It won't happen. <laughs> right, exactly. The deadline. So <laughs> I basically I made a series of phone calls. I explained, you know, what the situation was and what information I had, and what the stakes are. Listen, you know, we need this for a court proceeding. This is what's going on. If I'm not talking to the right person, can you tell me who I should talk to? Basically, I'm being optimistic. And I'm projecting my optimism to another person, not basically saying, listen, I'm calling and I need this thing done, you know, like bullying someone around. So when I think of hope and optimism, I'm being positive that, let's say, whatever my situation is, it could be my relationship. It can be uh, with, with my boss. It can be with, you know, projects that I'm dealing with. Um, other people, like I went on a blind date la this past week. I, I haven't even talked to you guys about that. But I know what the situation that I'm in, but I still have a hope and a belief, and I'm going to be active in my hope and my belief, not just waiting for something great to happen, yeah. but actively pursuing, doing the things that I need to do to make it happen. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I say. I mean, these oh, yeah, th things said. like hope, the definition, so you can read it, mm -hmm. just like you read. Mm-hmm. Uh, definition of faith at sure. the very beginning of this podcast we do every week we, mm -hmm. and and we read them and we we feel them but mm -hmm. without actively pursuing them yeah they just remain these intangibles mm -hmm. you know just as kind of like oh i hope something cool happens right exactly so I hope something it's bad like, an, does it's, not like happen. An, it's like an inactive hope yeah like we talked about you know people who pray oh i pray that you know god, god can you send me a thousand dollars so i can pay my rent yeah and you're not doing anything about it you know you could be inactive in your hope and your faith and your belief and it doesn't do anything because you are not doing anything god has given us the ability to 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 fulfill the things we need to fulfill in our lives mm -hmm. a lot of times we need to wake up and 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 do that. And Paul is sitting here, kind of saying that the that the reason for struggle and the reason for trouble and suffering mm -hmm. is that so hope actually stands for something, mm -hmm. not just some vague kind of mm -hmm. oh I wish, yeah, but it actually I do hope for this because every day I go forward through this goddamn quicksand to get it, yeah, you know, <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. and that is. That makes it meaningful. Yeah. That brings meaning to those, like, you know, ideas. Like, oh, I, I really, really want to be a faith kind of guy. 
and, and <laughs> you know, put a button whatever. on my story. We got the transcript in. I mean, we, we got well, you, the, yeah, you know, you it, work, things, you things know, work. You, you guys work together. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, everyone had to be put on the same page. Everyone had to sort of understand, listen, I'm not just ordering you around, but this is what we need. This is why we need it. I just want you to understand where uh, we're coming from. Mm-hmm. And once, once the, in, the correct information, there was a lot of incorrect information going on as well. But everyone was on the same page. I had hope. I had optimism. Mm-hmm. And it worked out. Now, a lot of times it doesn't work out. Let's say uh, an assignment can't be accomplished. Let's say you have hope as far as your relationship with your husband or wife or girlfriend or boyfriend, and it doesn't work out. You know, some things aren't meant to work out, but you can still have hope and optimism that you will persevere and you will endure what's going on, whether the outcome is good or bad. I think you also have to have an inherent belief for that positive outcome and that other people Mm-hmm. are working towards a positive outcome, even if sometimes we find that not to be true. Um, assume also, positive yeah. intent mm-hmm. from other people. <laughs> right. Um, I think we are talking more about trivial daily things, but mm-hmm. there are people who are listening, hopefully, who are listening, yeah. who are struggling with broader That's right. struggles and concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm specifically thinking about a couple of our our friends in this group who are struggling with alcoholism yeah. and how hard that is mm-hmm. and that sometimes it's easy not to have hope, mm-hmm. um, that you can get through the things that you're battling, mm-hmm. that you're you're leaning on alcoholism for. Yeah, It's not going to be easy um, for you to overcome that addiction, mm-hmm. um, but you can. Absolutely, and that's a great point, Deb. Um, I think about my mom. She had to go through a drug and alcohol addiction, and a lot of it was based on hope. I mean, I I wrote some notes down, and one note that I had was um, we can make grave mistakes by being impatient, Mm -hmm. and I think impatient is anchored on not having hope. I would say every mistake I've ever made is based on that. Impatient, sure. I, I I would say that too. Or whether it's your impatience or other people's impatience. Yeah. Other people may say, you know, like I, I can't tell you how many relationships I've been in with women, and let's say I've had a belief that things would work out, but they didn't. And so they were like, hey, I, see you later. Got to go. And, you know, what can I do? It takes two. Um, but as far as one's personal um, journey through life, you have to have hope. You have to have a belief that, you know, that wonderful things are, are, are abound, and especially if you have faith in God, that you will be blessed and that you will use the teachings of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ came on this earth to show us how to suffer, to how to endure. I know, like, when and to forgive us for the things that we think are holding that's us back exactly from right. salvation. To yes, right, to sacrifice His life to take on the sins, so that we aren't governed by sin, but by grace. Um, I, I know when I'm in the office, we have all of these trainings or whatever, and I'm a, I'm an individual. I sort of have to see things. I can't. I can, you can give me a manual, but I sort of need to see it. I mean, I don't know if it's you know, like a YouTube video or, that's you know, someone. That's how I learn. And people learn different ways. And when I think about when Christ came to this earth, you know, we, 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 the, the people had the Old Testament and the laws of God. But for a lot of them, it just wasn't enough. They need to see it. How do I deal with the suffering? How do I deal with enduring incredible pain? Lo and behold, God gives us Jesus Christ and says, you watch him. And Jesus, you know, through and parables. And Jesus was gone. It was up the apostles and everybody else to pick up mm-hmm. where that left off. So that still doesn't take away the fact that 
when people are suffering, mm-hmm. when people are suffering alone, when people are suffering with addiction or health problems mm-hmm. or unaware that the future is going to get any better, mm-hmm. they hope. What do you do? They need tangible things. Like, so what am I doing? Okay, let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend's in the hospital right now. He's going to come home. And uh, mm-hmm. his house looked like a crime scene. Mm-hmm. And he lived terribly. And that's one of the reasons why he is in the hospital, because he lived really, really badly. Mm-hmm. Very, very poor decisions led to, you know, a certain amount of apathy, led to depression, led to mm-hmm. life fall apart. Sure. Body fall apart. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's coming home. I'm cleaning his damn house right now. Uh, and I'm going to show at least that even though you may not believe in God, he may not, he may not, Mm -hmm. I don't know, or Jesus or whatever, Mm -hmm. he still is going to need somebody to give him some kind of belief that, oh, I'm loved. Yeah. I'm cared about. Mm -hmm. Uh, I see it. It's Mm -hmm. evidenced Mm -hmm. in the fact that, you know, you know, Craig came over and, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and helped me through some suffering. Or at least showed me that somebody cares. Yeah. Why do I do it? Because I got the example from Jesus Christ saying, get out there and help people. Sure. Yeah. That's what I told you to do. Yep. Love you know? my neighbor. And remind the hopeless and remind the helpless and the suffering that you may not know it or you may not believe it. But God really loves you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know if it's going to help. My hope, mm-hmm. my personal hope, mm-hmm. is that it's embraced and expounded upon. Mm-hmm. And he helps himself and maybe mm-hmm. a- another person, maybe me. Sure. When I need to be picked up off the floor. Yeah. Well, he, um, yeah. you know, that that's my hope. Sure. But I don't get it just by... Oh, I really wish this would happen. Well, of course. You know, I get it by actually mm-hmm. pursuing mm-hmm. love thy neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've been talking. Pursue talk- it, pursue it, pursue mm-hmm. it. We've been talking about you know? passive hope or really, you know, just using the just word hope. They're meaningless words. Exactly. They're know? meaningless words. Mm-hmm. There's an activism that I think about when I think about hope. Yeah. If I hope for, you know, I talked about the project that ne- needed to be done at my job. I didn't just hope for it. I didn't just send a request. Oh. I did active things to make it happen. And you brought the group together to do it with you. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I did my part. You know, my, yeah. the only thing that I could do as a paralegal. Yeah. And in all of our lives, even if something is as, as serious as, let's say, drug and alcohol addiction, <clears throat> as complicated as it is, and who knows what brought, brings people to drink and to, you know, to escape from the horrid realities but it really begins with your hope and your faith. I mean, that's why you have these alcohol anonymous tra- these session groups and counseling and the friends who come and the interventions that happen. Mm-hmm. People are trying to get, you know, an individual to say, listen, we have hope in you. We want you to have hope in yourself. We are trying to energize the seed in you to grow yeah. so that you will be strong enough and you will have hope and faith. And you will be activated by this hope and faith to do what you're capable of doing. 
like, you know. Pablo Picasso say? What, I'm bastardizing the quote, but mm-hmm. inspiration will find you, but it has to find you working. Sure. <laughs> it has to find you working. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And sometimes, like, Craig, you were talking about helping out your friend. I don't know about you, but with me, if I'm feeling, and, you know, there are, let's say, f- there are days where I'm feeling really, really down, and I'll let, I will let nobody know. You know, you know, big boys don't cry, right? Um, but there Whatever. are times, <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, we know we know that term. <laughs> but there are times where I'll get a hug, or someone will say, "You know what? I don't know if anyone's told you that, but you are such a great guy, or I love you, or I care for you, or a hug." Yeah, it means a lot. Little, th- that's right. I wish I was here when you guys it means talked about awful touch. Awful lot. You know? yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I would have, I would have, I would have. Uh, well, I probably would have. Made you guys hug me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will touch you now. Exactly. <laughs> but those little things mean a lot. And, they uh, do. And, yeah. you know, when we talk about intervention and people being in your corner and you just telling someone, that's your hope, your belief, and you pushing that, that mm-hmm. vibe, that energy mm-hmm. to someone else. Yeah. It could be as active as cleaning someone's house. It could be as active as telling someone, listen, you may not like me telling you this, but you have a problem. And I know you're going to hate me for telling you this, but it's true. But I'm here to I'm here to be in your corner. Sometimes you need that because we have to be. We talk about, you know, what does Christ say? You know, love your God and but love your neighbor. And when you love your neighbor, you love God, mm-hmm. because you're taking care of God's children. You know, if we believe that we are children of God, we're brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. and so we have to be there for each other. Like I know with you know like. My brother and my sister in Washington D.C. I'm the oldest kid. I mean, I'm the I'm their big brother. So every time I talk to them, I give them you know whatever sage advice. They take it, they don't take it, or whatever. But that's my job. That's my duty because I want them to <laughs> so have a wonderful. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, hey, you know, they're they're grown. They're in their thirties, but they still yeah, call. So right, that, that's right, cool. Right. But that's you know. So think when we think about hope, don't think about an inactive hope or a throwaway word. Well, it just you doesn't know, have meaning. Give it some energy. It doesn't have well, meaning. and if we think about the strengths and uh, and positive aspects of our friends mm-hmm. and the people that are not yet our friends mm-hmm. and humanity, then maybe that belief in humanity can become contagious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and humanity can change and mm-hmm. work positively towards community like you were talking about before accept all our flaws mm-hmm. and love each other yeah yeah we don't you know I mean, we can sit there and pat each other on the back or admonish somebody you know and just say like oh you did really good or oh you didn't do really good but until we're able to forgive and and say like you know look that part of you i recognize i'm still going to hug you those yeah. are the people you that know? are closest to us, the ones who accept us for our flaws. Exactly. Or exactly. just, or just, or just are able to look at them point blank and say, like, I see that, and that's that's what's happening. But it's not going to turn me Is away. It? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not going to. It's not going to make me, mm-hmm. you know, feel like I got to turn my back on you. Now you here's a, here's something I want to throw. Yeah, I totally agree I with mean, you. That's what he, you know he's addressing these Romans. They're the ones who. Mm-hmm. Or the mob. Yeah. You know? Right, exactly. And here he is kind of like going like, hey. Mm-hmm. Well, he used to be uh, the leader of that mob. That's I'm right. Not, I, that's <laughs> exactly yeah, right. I'm not, I'm not telling you mm-hmm. you're something you're not. Yeah. But I am not walking away from this. 
Now, here is something. I'll just throw this out to you, and you tell me if I'm on the right track. I mean, we always say in this podcast, we are not, you know, leaders. <laughs> we're not pastors and all that stuff. You know, we're just trying to figure this well, thing we're out. We're coming to it with a, with a yeah. naivete, which I hope, you know, mm-hmm. gives us the right amount of humility. Exactly. If not, let me be <laughs> humble about this. Right? <laughs> That's exactly right. right. But But there's an interesting progression. Suffering produces perseverance. Uh-huh. Perseverance, character, and character hope. A chain reaction. Yep. There's a chain reaction. And I'm wondering, because I, I guess Paul is addressing Romans who are pessimistic. They don't have the hope. Otherwise, why give, why give this, why well, write this the letter? guilty party. Yeah. 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 So, they're suffering. Oh, yeah. Through the suffering, you persevere. In other words, you have to go through the suffering. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you hate it. Through the suffering, you develop a character, a strength, which means you're strong enough to deal with it. And through this character, I guess it's a renewed way of thinking about how you're dealing with the suffering, mm-hmm. then you achieve the hope. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, like I said, that's just something I'm throwing out. Does that make sense? No, I don't think it can happen yeah. the other way around. It absolutely makes I sense. I mean, if I just sat here and hoped, mm-hmm. where is the discernment? Yeah. You know, where is where is the recognition of the problems? No, I'm not going to look at my problems. I just want to hope for the lottery ticket. <laughs> you know? Right. No, I mean, there's yeah. no – you don't get discernment through hope. It doesn't go that direction. Right. You know? Yeah. It's the other way around. You can't hope – if you're suffering and you just, you know, get on your knees and pray and, you know, And don't even hope. recognize what – Right. You know, you know what – what the pain is. Or don't take any accountability. Sure. Or don't do anything about it. Yeah. For action. Like I think about my, you know, my crazy sports analogies. You know, if a team got blown out, Mm -hmm. obviously that's suffering. And then the coach has, you know, you you look through the tapes to find out, okay, what do we do on the field that we screwed up? Um, And then you have to go through practice to, you know, to the field on Saturday or, you know, before the games. You have to kind of like, what, get better? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Which I would translate as the perseverance. And, uh, you know, you achieve a character because, you know, now you have a new understanding and, you know, you're doing things a little different than what you did beforehand. A new way of looking at things. And now you're back on the field. Mm -hmm. And now you have a renewed hope. Hey, we know how to beat this team, we know how to win. We know how to achieve victory. I mean, you know, you directing actors, you know, you can sit there forever and say, I hope they learn their lines. <laughs> <laughs> I expect them to learn their lines is different than I hope they do. Right, exactly. <laughs> if, you came to the, like, if you came to your limited person, like, sure. Ooh, I hope they learn their lines. <laughs> or I hope, I hope they understand the script or they understand or they're not just doing this just to collect a paycheck, you know, that they really have a true understanding of what the character is and what the play is all about and what the scope and the arc and all that yeah, stuff. I mean, none of this comes with work you know yeah. none of it yeah none of it and but uh, can we lead others to hope i'm i'm gonna try yeah i'm gonna try i'm gonna i'm gonna sit i'm gonna do these things and you know like i said what i'm trying to do mm-hmm. this particular this particular aspect of of my mm-hmm. uh troubled life uh, <laughs> well but, uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's your trouble it's maybe someone nah, else's trouble matter. Yeah. it's all relative yeah, yeah. Uh, pain is pain yeah but uh but yeah, I'm gonna try and do this, and uh, can't hurt, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. And at least I feel like I got, you know, something accomplished. Mm-hmm. You know, works works for me. You know, yeah. It just kind of works for me that way. 
And you've tried. Yeah. And that's and, the important uh, part. You and did, you d- you're doing everything in your power. Yeah. I was telling, I was, you know, I was telling my, my friend who was helping me, mm-hmm. you know, Su- Susan, and and she was tired. She was like, you know, we were both there for like three hours dealing with this. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, uh, mm-hmm. she's like, I'm so tired. Because then she had to go to work. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, I'm so tired. And I said, I want you to be energized by the fact that you did something really, really good for someone. You know, I want that to fuel you. And she was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so so there is satisfaction mm-hmm. and recognition. If you, yeah, you can, like, do it, generate it yourself or mm-hmm. you can generate it within, you know, us three, you mm-hmm. know, getting here, trying to kind of, like, pull some wisdom and some good feelings out of the – Yeah, and also I should I, – I hope that – there's that word again, hope. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> what do you mean by that? That, <laughs> that the individual who you are helping and that you are in trying to instill hope actually picks it up and receives hope themselves. I mean, hope is a two-way street. Oh, no. Not only is Abraham hoping for a blessing yeah. from God, but I would wager God is hoping on us mm-hmm. that we will grow yeah. because yeah. – you know, uh, it doesn't mean anything if we simply – I really do believe – I mean, not that – I mean, I believe that God is a benevolent and loving God. But like a, a father looking upon their child, it's like, wow, I really hope that they grow, that they that they can wake up and do the things that they know they should be doing. I think you're right that it's inevitable if you help other people yes. that you will grow. Well, it's, I, I hope so. I mean, there are, there are individuals who really take advantage of other individuals. But, you know, that, but there is also growth there, regardless. Like mm-hmm. well, like someone that I helped recently did mm-hmm. not go to hope mm-hmm. and instead, you know, is going down a path of pessimism and yeah. an, an, an opportunity. All right. You didn't make it to the end. Mm-hmm. But at least it built character. Yes. Well, but no, but I'm saying I grew a lot. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. In those about. three yeah. and a half weeks. That's, that's so what I'm talking look about. Look at, look at what, I mean, so you're two-thirds there. Yeah. You know? Well, but. A three-quarter there. But it's so I can help according the next the, person the that Paul, God puts in my According path. to the Paul Hope formula. Yeah. You're three-quarters there. <laughs> yeah. but, but jumping back to that, jumping back to Abraham, because you had pointed out Craig why did it take Abraham 80 years to finally get blessed? That would work in the dot-com era. <laughs> but, you know, Deb, when you talk about your friend, you know, no like. Way. You, right, right, exactly. In the age of, you know, instant, instant satisfaction. You know, they're, kidding, man. There are folks who are like, hey, I texted you. You know, it's yeah. been 15 seconds. What's going on? What's wrong with you? <laughs> but, I was hoping you'd get back to me. Right. <laughs> but you help someone. You think, hey, you know, they should have, you know, a light should have popped up. But for whatever reason, it's not there. That's so, possible. So when we talk, it's the risk we take. Right. So when we talk about this transition, suffering, perseverance, character, hope, some people don't go through those transitions because they don't want to. Right. Or they just you live know. in the first part. Yeah. Problems. Yeah, the suffering. Yeah, they just live there. Yeah. I mean, there are folks who, I mean, like, let's say there's a football player, and let's say the coach says, listen, we lost that game. I want you to, you know, do such and such, such play. Again. Exactly. And he doesn't again. even look at it, right? He doesn't even look at it, or yeah. he, you know, he hums and haws, or he says, "Well, it's not my problem; it's someone else's problem." Well, for whatever reason, yeah. they are held back. They just don't want yeah. to grow. Well, the they don't work. think they need to grow. Yeah. 
like I think about J.R. Smith, who, you know, game one. He, oh, yeah, I know he, him. He blanked sure. out. And you would think he's a rookie. No, he's not a rookie. take the sports out. No, he's out of here. I know. He's a 10-year veteran. Or explain them Or explain them. Exactly. Well, if you you can you can Google or ask Siri about J.R. Smith and the mistake that he made and the fact that he's a 10-year veteran. Veteran. Let Reg give his example. <laughs> he's I love he's you guys. using <laughs> this individual as an example. I'm just exactly. trying to get a rise out of you. <laughs> no, it's fine. Trying to get a rise but J.R. Smith, he played for the Nuggets. He played for the Knicks. Okay. He gets ping-ponged around, right. and there's a reason for that. Oh, he's a little difficult? He's a tad difficult <laughs> to make a mile long story short. He's a tad entitled. Tad entitled. <laughs> he had made mistakes like this in a very important game beforehand. Tell the mistake that he made. Well, okay, so game one of the <laughs> NBA Finals <laughs> between the Cavaliers. LeBron James has been trying to destroy the, the Warriors for a while now. He did it once. So in two, 2015, Warriors win. 2016, the Cavaliers win. 2017, the Warriors win. Now we're in 2018. This epic battle. Now it's game one. The game is tied 107-107. Wait, you're not going to give anything away, are you? Well, uh, spoiler yeah. alert, it's only been a month, a little bit a month away. But Everyone but Craig knows the outcome of this game. Spoiler. Everyone in the Bay Area for sure. So there's a guy who throws a, three, a free throw. He misses it. J.R. Smith gets the rebound. All he has to do is to lay it up. The game is tied. He lays it up and he scores. That's it. The game's over. Or, I mean, the Warriors have maybe three seconds to get a shot off, but on likelihood the game is over. But he blanks out. He dribbles the ball out, and everyone's Why? wondering. Yeah, that's the proverbial question. Yeah, Why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? That that is a question that will go on through the ages. Um, Does he want to let go of it? Even LeBron James himself didn't know why. You know, LeBron James, who is you know arguably the greatest basketball player ever, was reduced to almost tears. Uh-huh. Man, why didn't you just lay it up? For God's sake, we could have done this thing. And I think about our friend, uh-huh. who is you know will be coming home and you know you've been helping out and i'm sure you know you may look at him the same way lebron james like hey come on man just we just need a little effort just a little well we're gonna set the table yeah you know so we'll see we'll see, we'll see what happens after that so um, my yeah. expectations yeah. you know like I, I i don't have room for expectations yeah um you know. So, so my, so my. Your point. expectation is that you've laid out the invitation. Yeah, yeah. my expectation yeah. is like, I'm done. Yeah, you know, this is, this is the path. <laughs> follow so, the follow the path. Yeah, or the so, path is clear. Sure. <laughs> so there, so yeah, literally. literally. So there are people in life that we come in contact with, and we offer our hope. Mm-hmm. And our expect, you know, positive expectations, not for them, but just for life in general. You know, we help people because we love and we care for people, and we're children of God, and we want people to be uplifted. Mm-hmm. You know, I may live a good life, but if someone else is suffering, like children, and you know, on the borders who are still not connected to their parents, even after sixty days, maybe they need to stick them all into a cave and uh, get them out in a week. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay. I'm trying to be positive. All right, all right. (laughs) Or, you know, or the positive story. You know, the kids who got out of the cave intact. Exactly. We care about people. Unfortunately, there are people who don't care. There are people who have a callus on their soul who are not capable of having hope. Well, it's a muscle. Yes. It's a a muscle that just doesn't happen just because you want it to. It's a muscle that takes work. Yeah. That takes endurance. That takes problems and pain. That takes building character. Yes. I mean, it's not just some miracle thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, these callous, you know, heartless people just exist on one Mm -hmm. plateau. Yeah. Trouble. Mm -hmm. 
and it's a lot of it's not even real trouble. It's just fear, fear of other people who don't have the same melatonin, mm-hmm. people who don't have the same particular belief that they do. Yeah. Just fear. I mean, hope is a state. Know? Hope is a state of mind. You know, you have to. You know, what's our what's the name of our podcast? You got to have faith. Yeah, it could be just a just a intangible thing. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, it it is kind of just this, you know, great mm-hmm. cloud that maybe comes over and sprinkles little goodies on them from time to time, but there's no purpose to it. Right. It just travels sure. around the earth, you know, like, I, th- I think I saw hope. It blew that away. Yeah. You know, but here is a very concrete way of creating it. Yes. And making it meaningful yeah. and not just some kind of, you know, mm-hmm. I wish. Like, look or helping you understand when you're in the middle of the suffering that mm-hmm. there is a path. Yeah. And, he, and he says throughout all this, he said, because God pours out his love into your heart, you know this is true. Yes. Because of God's love that you feel. Yes. And if, we, if people don't feel it, mm-hmm. we've got to make them feel it. You know, we've got to be that representation sure. of that love. Sure. You know, because it's like there's some mm-hmm. people who are like, you know, hey, man, mm-hmm. God doesn't love me. I mean, take a look at the you three know. of us. I mean, the three of us have come through somewhat difficult childhoods, completely different backgrounds. I'm but still going through a difficult childhood, right? <laughs> really? Yes, I really am. <laughs> okay. But, but you're growing. But through it all, <laughs> we, have not been, we have not been transformed through it. In other words, it didn't, the hate and, you know, the difficulties didn't weigh us down. Oh, yeah. We had hope. Even as children, we had hope. Mm-hmm. We persevered through what we had to go through. We developed a character. And now we have a renewed hope that other people draw from. People draw from my hope and my p- optimism. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've said how strong I am. I'm still a little amazed. I'm like, I don't know how I'm strong. Um, I'm amazed by your strength, Craig. You know, like you helping individuals. And there are times where I may think, wow, you know, I, I think after the last couple of times I would have just quit mm-hmm. helping someone. But you still do it. Even regard, even you know, with the things that are going on in your life, you know, business and you know, like you, you know, b- problems with your boss and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and, and Deb with your, you know, with family, family issues. I mean, everyone has family issues, and helping out your friend, you know, you let your friend stay with you. Well, we don't like watch movies and read books about people that have been given everything in the world. Mm-hmm. We 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 are drawn to stories of people. Who have faced suffering and struggle That's right. and overcome that. That's exactly because right. Because those are stories of hope. Yep. And those are the stories that help us have hope in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 I don't want to sit there and tell people, you know, what they should or shouldn't believe in. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who just believe in, like, you know, I, I, what I would think is just kind of goofiness, mm-hmm. you know, and, or just some kind of hairy-fairy stuff. And, 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 and I do. I, I do. You know, in my heart, I must tell you, sometimes it's just kind of like, I just go like, man, that seems like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. When, you know, but, you know, because without much result, mm-hmm. you know, but they can say the same thing about me, you know, yeah. because I'm a, I'm sitting here today saying like, yes, it is a lot of work. <laughs> yes. It doesn't come easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The the rewards are, are there, but they're not just given to you. Sure. You have to earn it. Yes. You know, and, and you have to. But the the advantage of, of this particular formula towards hope and formula towards recognition of love of God and love of yourself and love of neighbor is mm-hmm. that it makes you stronger. It makes you able to take on more. Mm-hmm. And this weary world needs more of that. Exactly. You know, needs much more of that. 
I'm astounded that these kids came out. Yeah. But in the same time, I'm kind of like, not really, because it's like if there were like 13 adults in that cave, they'd all be dead. <laughs> you know, because, you know, because kids are strong. Oh, you know and what? You're fearless. And they're inherently and, hopeful. And inherently yeah. hopeful. Yeah. Because they haven't been <laughs> like. That's right. Put upon with all kinds of life's travails and yeah. problems and fears yeah. and worries and, you know. That's a I wonderful mean, point. I, I mean, yeah. you know, only kids would make it out of there yeah. alive. I once, I once had an acting teacher <laughs> says, you know, when we get into improvisation, we have to become kids again. We have to learn how Fearless. to play and to be, yeah. you know, just have this, this wide optimism of mm-hmm. what we are capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, who knows what happens when we become adults and when we become weighed down with obligations? It and becomes stuff. harder to learn how to do that. Yeah. Um, one guy. We because we do let fear oh, yeah. creep into our lives, and sure. we don't accept just the day as it is. I mean, like we. It's, but by, the, by the way, it's not partly cloudy it's anymore. Partly it's sunny. partly sunny. See, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly but, right. But you know, it's like we, you know, we don't just say like, "Hey, man," we wake up and go like, "Whatever this." Is going on, yeah, is exactly what needs to be going on right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's you know, I feel like achy. I feel short of breath. Mm-hmm. I hadn't gotten any sleep last night. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what needs to be going on right now. Yeah. You know, and the young are bold as well. Yeah, yeah. That's because exactly they right. have n- they're not inundated yeah. with yeah. fear because they are sure. hopeful. They uh-huh. for positive outcomes. And when yeah. you think about the protesters, a lot of a lot of the protesters are young people. Yeah. You know, when I think about the 60s and the revolution, even the civil rights movement, you know, uh, a lot of the folks who did the sit-in protests uh, were young folks. You had to be strong. You had to be fearless. Yeah. Stoneman Douglas, you know. Yeah. Emma Gonzalez and those folks, young folks and full of hope and optimism. And strength. And strength. And energy. Yeah. Energy. And not not a bunch of, like, you know, Mm -hmm. second thinking or – Yeah. I'm not saying this for everybody. Sure. Not sure. for me. For, you know, I've got to yeah. go through the <laughs> the four stages <laughs> yeah. know, to get there. Well, I think all of us do. You but know, you get better. You get stronger. That's, that's absolutely um, right. You do. I yeah. mean, you, once you're able to mm-hmm. tackle certain problems, I, you know, we talk about therapy and talk therapy. I was sure. doing talk therapy uh, last time. It was like for a five-year stint. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's really slow. Yeah. I mean – because you can and haul and walk around things, sure. and talk about things, and sure. face things. Maybe when you feel like it, maybe you don't. Mm-hmm. It's really slow. The progress happens, but it's like so slow. But one of the things that's really good about it, even though it takes a long time, is once you do make progress, you don't go backwards. You, you know? don't regress. You don't. No, you actually have stepped forward and mm-hmm. don't go back. Whereas most of my life is yeah. like two steps forward. It's almost like a baptism. Forward, it's almost like being born again. In a way, yeah. You, that old person dies. You cool. Know? And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the new person enters. Yeah. And it's the same thing with this process of going through your problems and how you get beyond your problems of suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, once you start the momentum of, mm-hmm. you know, addressing things, you know, and, uh, and gaining uh, strength and gaining mm-hmm. character – and then achieving hope, mm-hmm. you know, you get better at it, yeah. I think. And you're able to, you know, of course, God and his infinite, you know, humor will say like, okay, well, <laughs> you can handle that. Yeah. How about this? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So here's, here's a last button. Um, I, you know, there are a lot of people who have criticized 
the Obama administration because he campaigned on hope. And people were like, well, he promised us hope and he didn't do, he didn't do a damn thing or he didn't, he didn't fulfill the hope. He didn't change the system. He didn't change the way Congress can pass laws and, and all of this hope stuff. That was just a campaign thing. And I never thought of it that way. I mean, I do agree that the system did not change, but he tried. And a lot of people tried. Mm-hmm. And people are trying as of, right, as of right now. You know, hope isn't like a thing of a, like a Christmas list that you give to a proverbial Santa Claus to, you know, to I hope I get that gift. Or I, I think he also gave us hope that we could use the system mm-hmm. for greater good. Yeah. I mean, you can always try, just like what you were saying, Craig. You know, you don't know if someone is going to change because you helped them. But you, it's not going to stop you from trying. And I've changed. Mm-hmm. Sure. See? You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it's not like it doesn't have its, mm-hmm. you know, merits either way. Mm-hmm. You know? I think the, the, the sin is not trying and failing. Mm-hmm. The sin is not trying at all, yeah. in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I mean, that's why I work in the garden all the time is because it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I used to have a 50-50 kill rate. <laughs> you know, and I've gotten a lot better. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm looking at my poor flowers right now, <laughs> but I'm going to keep trying yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, to to show them some love, yeah. right? even when you don't see it. Exactly. You know? Even so when they don't respond mm-hmm. immediately. Right. <laughs> so there is suffering. There is always suffering. Suffering is an inevitable thing. But there is perseverance. If you choose to persevere, to, to struggle through it, there is character if you go through the perseverance. And with character, you achieve hope. And that's the lesson of Romans. Meaningful hope. Yeah, meaningful hope. Not just a political slogan. But that's not the only lesson. The Mm -hmm. other lesson is that God loves you. Absolutely. Yeah, that's backed up by that. God loves you Mm -hmm. so much. Yes. He gave his son Mm -hmm. to show you the example of how to get to salvation. Absolutely. Which was what you just outlined. Absolutely. And Jesus went through all of that. You know, he went through the suffering, the perseverance. I mean, not that he needed to change, but he showed us how. This is the love that God gave to us. Yeah. And and if you're stuck in the suffering, Mm -hmm. know that God loves you so much, he made this path for you. And if you continue to persevere down the path, then you will be rewarded. We talked about this, like, you know, Mm -hmm. God loves your sin. Uh, you know, and wants and, you know wants to recognize it, and you're suffering, and wants to recognize it. Doesn't want to turn and turn back away from it. There, <clears throat> looking straight at it with you. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no flinching. You know, and there's no squeamishness from God. Mm-hmm. You know, He's seen it all, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so don't <clears throat> don't feel as though you can't see it. Yeah. And if you have the strength mm-hmm. to help somebody else. Do it. Forgive their suffering. Forgive their sin. Recognize it and 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 don't turn away from it. As just know. as God has not turned away from us. Well, you know, it's the example that was set. Jesus didn't die for really great people. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he didn't go like, and now I'm dying. Thank you to all the people who followed me. Thank you know, he, you know, he didn't say that. Thank mm-hmm. you, righteous Pharisees. He died. He died. He died <laughs> right. For, right. He died for all the all the really like you know. Horrible people too, sure. You know? Or the oh. people we have labeled as outcasts. Mm-hmm. Are the people are the people that were the most difficult, yeah. to deal yeah. with. You yeah. know, you know. And so, the example set is is love everybody, mm-hmm. and or try, yeah. And once you start, it, it gets easier. 
Yep. It gets be- you get better at it. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Absolutely. So I guess the, a question I have for our listeners mm-hmm. is what are you hoping for and how, what are you going to do today to take you closer to it? There you go. And, you know, let us know. We always want to know what you think and feel. So, you know, write it, write it to us and let us know how you feel. Today was a good day. How, yeah. how does everyone yeah. feel? I feel good. I'm a little nervous because tomorrow is my very first altar duty. Hey. Hooray. Hooray. So I hope. <laughs> All right. It goes okay. Yeah. I expect that it will. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be kind of impromptu. There and you go. I've, I've, as of yesterday, I've started posting whatever we're going to talk about on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So if you're not following that on Facebook, um, search for you got to have faith and, and start following it. And I'll post whatever topic we're going to talk about, whether it's a verse or I think we're going to start introducing some topics. That's exactly right. Um, that we can generally mm-hmm. have discourse about. And then you can comment on that post and we'll bring some of those things to our conversation. Yep. Yep. That, that'll be the next More step. More interaction. Yeah. Yeah. I'm t- I've been talking this week. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, my boss, he's uh, Afghani. And we oh. So mm-hmm. I've been reading the Quran. I want to talk to you about it. He goes, okay, I want to talk to you about it. Oh, that. good. So it's Why just not? like, you know, trying to find some, you know, mm-hmm. you know, kind of path because I think, you know, and, and he goes, well, what do you think the dip, what do you think? I started reading the Quran, you know, just recently. And he goes, what do you, I like, I like the poetry much better than the Bible. You know, it's just, it is pretty. And uh, he goes, what do you think is the real big difference between Islam and, and it's like, you know, I'm finding more similarities and differences. Good. I mean, good. it's kind of like. There's a lot of things that are really kind of the same. Maybe he'll come talk to us. Yeah, I don't know. He's not he, – he, it's just opening a door. No, I know. Yeah. I mean yeah. this whole yeah. conversation is discovery. Yeah, and, and that's right. And face, opening doors. Hopefully the Facebook stuff, that will open more doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it will expand our efforts because we can sit here and talk about Bible verses till we're blue in the face. But, you mm-hmm. know, I think there's – you guys want to introduce a world. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and a lot more openness and uh, d- new ideas for well, where we're going with this. And I think that's I'm totally fine with that. We, we want to make sure that we reach out to everyone. Exactly. We, we really want you know this podcast for you know for for everyone. Yeah, be, not yeah. just people who are familiar to, to with the Christian Bible. And, yeah, exactly. And create community. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I have I a prayer that. that was inspired by Romans 5. Cool. Let's do it. Um, this is from Preacher Richard Tao. Mm-hmm. Dear Heavenly Father, we know we have come short of the glory of God, and we ask your forgiveness for those sins. Right now, we receive that forgiveness in Jesus' name. We receive the reassurance of your love and favor because of what Jesus did for us. And we thank you for that great salvation he bought for all of us. We go forward in your glory, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. That's a beautiful one. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, does kind is. of encompass that <coughs> section. Yeah. It? Yeah. Good. yeah. Very good. All right. Well, uh, let me close this out. Faith is a podcast open to anyone. You may not believe at all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic, or atheist. You may have had a horrible experience in the church, which have made you turn your back to God. You can still have faith. We ask that you listen to this podcast, even challenge us on Facebook or SoundCloud or Instagram or um, uh, Twitter, and share what you feel. Don't feel alienated because we speak of what we believe. The Bible has been around for thousands of years, and even now, in the age of the Internet and social media and great technology, it still has a message for all of us. You can listen to this podcast where you're listening to it now, but you can tell your friends on 
the Apple Podcast app or on iTunes. Just open up your iTunes app, click on store, go to the search engine on the upper right-hand side and search for You Gotta Have Faith and you'll find us. If you're an Android user, download SoundCloud or just go on SoundCloud.com. Search for You Gotta Have Faith and you'll find us. Thanks for listening and God bless each and every one of you.